Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Placing a trade shouldn't be complicated. It should be smooth as butter. The Fidelity app makes investing easy with zero commission U.S. stock and ETF trades, no account minimums, and fractional shares trading. Fidelity, where nothing comes between you and the trade. That's smooth. Download our app free from the App Store or Google Play. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from $0.01 cent to $0.03 cents per $1,000 of principal. No account minimums apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hey, it's Lyle here. Just a quick note that this episode was recorded in real life over at Echo Park in Los Angeles. I went there and set up some chairs and a little sign that says, Come talk to a real gecko. And I spoke to a lot of interesting people that came by to chat. I also added a phone call at the very end, so stick around for that. Also, the first guy that came up to me is wearing, like, tactical gear and stuff, but you can't tell because it's an audio-only thing. But I thought it was important to mention. Anyway, uh, this was a really fun episode to do. I love recording these things outside in real life. You get to look at people's real faces, and you're not just talking to a mysterious, omnipotent voice thing. And, yeah, it was just a lot of fun to do. So I hope you guys enjoy it, and let's get into it. Hello, everyone. It is a quiet day at a park. Uh, I've come here alone to be a gecko and try to talk to people. I I don't know if anyone is going to be down to talk to me, but uh, that's okay, too. I could sit here alone for an hour. I don't mind. I'm trying to learn how to go more with the flow of what's going on in life. So let's see what's up. What's up, man? Hey. Oh. Man, that's awesome. Hey, Gecko, how you doing today? Doing good. What's your name? Spike. Spike. Nice. That's a fucking cool name. Well, thank you. Yeah, so you guys are agents? Yeah, we're bounty hunters. Oh, you're bounty hunters? Yeah. You're a bounty hunter? Yeah. Can you explain what exactly that is? Sure. Uh, When somebody is arrested for a crime and supposed to go to trial, they place a bond, and that guarantees their appearance. Some people don't follow through. The bloke we're after right now... um, women by drugging them. Jesus. And his uh, girlfriend, his sister, and her boyfriend put up $100,000 to get him out. Oh, my God. And uh, then he skipped. So once we have a piece of paper from the court, I can arrest him the moment I put eyes on him. And I'm not constrained by search warrants. I can just blow doors in. And so most of it's not that exciting. You're okay. just looking around and you're offering people $5,000 to drop a dime on him. Until you get the address. Then you go to the police station, let them know you'll be blowing in some doors. You take your crew out. This is Badger over here. Hello, Badger. Can I talk, Badger, you want to talk after? Well, let's, I want to hear it from you first. Yeah, so uh, we figure this guy is one of two places. Okay. He's either being hidden by the girlfriend or he went to Korea. If he went to Korea, it's pretty easy. We got his Korean ID, and you can't flush a toilet there without your ID number. Yeah. Uh, old mate of mine is a retired brigadier general of the marine corps mm-hmm. so he'll hit the guys at the u.s embassy there because the marines work for the state department protecting the embassy 
and I'll zip tie him and uh, drag him into the U.S. Embassy and get him ready for extradition. So what are you guys doing at the park? Uh, ice cream. <laughs> uh, yeah, we just finished. Uh, the, the case is in Puente Hills. So we just I live in Koreatown, and uh, so does she. So we came back this way. So uh, how long have you been spending trying to track this guy down? Uh, we have 186 days to find him, and I would say we're on about day 23. You have 106 days to 186. find him? 186. 186. You're on day 23. Are you confident that you will find him? Yeah. So how are you, like, tracking him down again? You're just like... Okay. When he posts bail, yeah. the people that put up the surety have to give all kinds of information. So yeah. does he. So we've got all their IDs, passports, plate oh, numbers. Oh, sorry. Can I ask you? Yeah, IDs, you passports, plate numbers, and their friends, where they work, where he worked, where his friends work. And so what you do is you just go around and politely squeeze. Because it's kind of embarrassing having a bloke like... Spike just show up with a wanted poster for your boyfriend mm -hmm. at all the shops around mm -hmm. your area. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody always drops a dime. Mm. So normally, and you I'll, offer them money to, to talk five thousand cash. Wow, all right. that, that could sway a lot of folks. Yeah, because normally a hundred thousand uh, dollar bond will get you a ten thousand bounty. We negotiated a twenty five thousand bounty on this because we might have to hop over to Incheon and back a couple of times. Oh wow. So, so it's a commission only, if you will. <laughs> so this is a, so you only, you only get paid if you get, only, get, only get paid if you get it done. Man, right. so you so have, have and you seem like you've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. And in that period of time, have you ever sunk a ton of time into a case and and just not found the person? Well, you, you treat every case the same. Yeah. And you have a procedure and you follow it and you'll realize two out of three. In, okay. in the time window. Now, sometimes the bail agent, the guy that put up the bounty or put up the uh, both the bounty and the bond, he may get an extension from the court. But see, California people don't realize what's happened out here. What happened? For, okay, for me, it it's a money train, but for most people, it's terrifying because they've made the compliance requirements for bounty hunters so incredibly difficult. I have one guy that's all he does, contractor just does paperwork. Yeah. Almost no bounty hunters will come to California anymore. So now the criminals know that at 36 months, if I shot you today and then I go hide and she brings me my food long enough, they're going to throw my file away. Mm. And I'm not going to have anybody looking for me. It's going to be as if it never happened. And that's mm. going to go down to one year. Because they changed the laws where we can't operate here. Wow. There's a few tenacious people like Spike will just get compliant. I have to have a permit for my handcuffs. Yeah. I have to have a permit for my baton. I have to have a permit for my tear gas. I yeah. have to have an open carry permit. I have to have a concealed weapons permit. I have to have a guard card. It's And I even have to do eight hours with the California Department of Insurance. Yeah. So... Nobody's out there looking for these people, uh -huh. except just a few old timers like me. Does this guy know that you're out there oh, looking absolutely. for him? Oh, absolutely. And so he's he's actively so he's actively hiding from you. Yes. And so in your in your line of work, tell me like the moments where you have locked eyes on a person. Well, Does it get it, physical? Are you chasing oh, yeah, yeah, them down? Yeah, what uh, what is that like? That must be crazy intense. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun. I'm getting a bit older now. I have some real big blokes <laughs> that handle some of this for me now. I've got Greedy, he's 6'8", 300, and then i got mm -hmm. Samson. He looks like an NFL running back except bigger. Mm -hmm. um, it can happen one of two ways. One way, you get a clean dime. Somebody calls you, and really all they're worried about is that they're going to get the reward. Yeah. And you get the address. You run immediately to the local constable shop, whether it's 
if it's LAPD, let's say Rampart Station, or if it's the sheriff's, you go to the sheriff's station, you take in your warrant from the court to show that you have the power to arrest this guy, you let them know where you're going to be blowing doors in, and then you go in with six to nine people, and you just overpower them. Oh, so once you know where they're at, you're not going in alone. You're going in with the whole squad. No. The only time you end up with somebody alone is where you just run into them at Ralph's. Has that shit happened to you oh, before? Yeah, yeah. What is that like? Well, that's a ton of fun because <laughs> people around aren't prepared. You don't have anything in the cop station. You may not have body armor on. So you just, uh, well, you charge them and you, you charge at them and you tackle them. Um, Do you have zip ties on you right now, just in case if that happens? No, you know, my last pair is in the car, and so is my body armor, but <laughs> I'd be all right. Okay. We, we tie him up with a mic cord. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing if he just, like, just was walking by, and we right. caught you just and, getting and him right so now. You, you get these eyes from them, and then, you you know, you give them some love, and yeah, you try not to hurt them. Okay. So Interesting. We're, we're pretty particular. We're, people that hurt children, women, capital. I had a great one. This guy, um, lovely fella. He was playing chess with his best friend, and the guy beat him, the temerity of it. So he shot him in the head. And um, so he was on the FBI's most wanted list, and that's 100,000, right? So I called John, who was the special agent in charge up in Sacramento, and I said, uh, you know, John, I, I, I think we can bring this fellow in. And he's like, well, okay, we've been trying for like seven and a half years. I go, yeah, but you gotta got to go where they covet. This guy covets his little sister. Hmm. And he's in Mexico right now, and I'm not going to Guadalajara for a hundred grand, thank you, no. But when he comes back for her birthday party, then either you guys can go get him after I sight him, because FBI gets real persnickety. They like to get their own callers. They don't want yeah. some contractor in the middle. So you're an independent contractor. Yeah, that's right. And do the uh, these organizations like the FBI? Do they? What's your relationship like with them? Do, you, uh, do they not I, like you? I like am, you? I spent just today $120 at California Donuts, yeah. which Eli Vera, who has the most righteous kills for the sheriff's department, swears is the best donuts in L.A. Okay. And so when you, like we took it down to the cop shop in Puente Hills, made sure they had a dozen California Donuts. We got Badger hand delivering them. She's a lot prettier than I am. And uh, you got to show respect. It's their fiefdom. Yeah. And really, my biggest danger, because uh, my my front plate will take a 7.62 point blank, but my back plate, you know, you can penetrate it and you could always catch this big dog. you've gotten shot yeah, in the, the chest the bunch? police are our biggest danger, not because yeah. they're bad blokes, but it, when you got a large, funny-looking fellow like me wrestling somebody to the ground and throwing them in the trunk of the car, yeah, yeah. they can misinterpret that as a kidnapping. Oh, shit. So they, they, they killed the chap over here not so long ago because he wasn't, that's why we wear all this gear. Yeah, yeah. Just in case if, like, have you, like, have you ever been, like, shot by a cop? Uh, not yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. But that's, like, a, a possible like, thing. got shot at with a 12-gauge, but they missed. Jesus. Yeah. Man, how long have you been doing all this for? Uh, 2008. Since 2008, so, uh, yeah, math. But, um... Yeah, 14 years. Is 14 it? years? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, 14 years. Have you always wanted to do this? No, no, I, I um, was a professional soldier before. Okay. And I just thought, well, what, what, you know, how do you take these skills and put them into society in a productive way? Okay. I don't like evil. Okay. So, you know, why not get child molesters, rapists, and capital murderers off the street? I like that. I like that. And I, these, these are people that didn't show up for court, so they screwed everybody that loves them. Yeah. And, you know, I've had a few ruckuses with the FBI, and I stayed and faced the music, and it all went away. Okay. If you're innocent, you, you don't bolt. So, I mean, you know, a lot of analysis from a gecko. What's been the most difficult part of your job? 
Uh, sometimes you feel sorry for the bloke. Really? That's why I prefer more heinous crimes where I don't get that. Can, this is that's a super interesting thing. What 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 makes you feel sorry for people even even if they've done heinous things? Well, I mean, I'm born again, and I used to be a really evil person. Okay. And so I, I can't judge anybody. Sure. Most of the people I arrest are probably nicer than I was. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, sometimes if somebody got another chance, they might make it. But I, sure. that's not my duty. A guy gives me a contract. Somebody basically stole 100000 from him yeah. or 250000 or a million. And it's my job to go bring them in. Mm-hmm. And then they face the music that they created. Interesting. So, because you, you're you're born again and you're sort of reformed from from a life in which you yourself were doing things that were not so great, you, it gives you a greater empathy for people who are also doing things that are not yeah, so great. Yeah, that's why I'm not interested in people that haven't committed much in the way of crimes. The crimes aren't that serious. Sure, Th- sure. This so guy's, you're going for the real motherfuckers. Yeah, and you look at the file, right? This guy's got a ten-year-old girlfriend that yeah. he, he's using, and then she's going to lose her house now. And then he's brought in the sister who's got a boyfriend that's 20 years older that I went to his house. I got his ID, right? Yeah. And he's like, I don't know this guy. And I'm like, I'm I'm standing here next to you, but I haven't talked to the police in your area yet, so I'm not going to make a ruckus today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, It's amazing. Everybody's innocent, and uh, they're all the victim. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah, where's my phone? Here. So, you know, seeing's believing, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. What, what you got on there? Uh, well, I, you got to keep the stress up on the people that are going to drop the dime, right? Yeah. So here is, this is the girlfriend, okay? So here's the text. So you've been, te- you've been sending texts to oh, this yeah, guy, the oh. guy that you're fine, the guy that you're looking for. And, and these are texts to his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, okay. So this is a weird case because he could turn himself into the embassy in Seoul and I got enough hookups with the Marine Corps I don't have to go Yeah. and we can make it a lot easier on him because the Orange County DA it's just which isn't really a crime in California It'd probably just exonerate him not extradite him really? it's not a crime in California? Uh, it's not one they'll extradite from a foreign country Jesus so anyway we went by I was going to put a tracker well not officially you can't do that in California but let's say that somebody was going to put a tracker this would be a bad location so we just took a picture of the car I said we were in town your attorney hasn't called me tell us his location please 5000 in cash You, he won't know how we found him we'll be back to serve the lien on your house be smart give him up my attorney will call you my attorney will sue you yes okay I mean haven't called him is dirty before you lose your home, miss. How am I supposed to do this? How am I supposed to... You know how to get him. Do the right thing. You just keep the same message going. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, you think she should stay with him? I, I don't... I, no, I don't think she should stay with him at all. Right, so she probably ought to move on. She probably ought to keep her house. Yeah, no, she should at, probably at, give, him, give him up, yeah. yeah and I'd give her 5000 in cash. Man. Uh, these are wild. So you're, 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 you must see, you know, doing what you do, you must see, like, sides of humanity that, that most people don't get to see. Oh, that's a, probably a fair statement. Uh-huh. We get the true flotsam. Uh-huh. Well, which is, is nice. Tonight, on an average week, we've cleaned L.A. out of one hardened criminal scumbag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you get a deep sense of pride from doing that. No, I get a deep sort of paycheck. <laughs> so, but, you know, you, you got to make a living here, and how do you do it honorably? Yeah. When yeah. all I know how to do is blow things up and shoot at them. Uh-huh. You know? And you, if you're going to blow things up and shoot at them, you might as well do it. You're, you're like Dexter, kind of. Yeah. No. You're Dexter? No, I'm not. I do personal protection, but I, I'm not good with the, the blue M&M set. 
What so are I, blue M&Ms? You know, the the, the stars that, oh, okay. you know, you got a, two Escalades driving up Bel Air Hills backwards. and I've they, never seen Dexter, they, I should admit that. Bill MDMA all over your car, and you got to mm-hmm. explain. I got a deal, though, I'm going to Israel. What are you and, doing in Israel? Well, I'm, I'm growing out my beard. Okay. And I'll shave my head so I look like the guy that I'm protecting. That way he's got a 50% greater chance of living right away because okay. he can shoot the wrong fellow. Um, he wrote a, a book about uh, Islam that was deemed offensive, so they have a fatwa, a kill order on him. Oh, jeez. So I get to see the Holy Land, and if I can keep him alive, it'll be a bonus. Well, so you're defending somebody who has a fatwa on them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, did he pay you to defend them? Oh, I'm doing this one pro bono. They just pick up my airfare to Israel and my hotel. I get to see the Holy Land. <laughs> What's, uh, you're doing a pro bono just to see your... The Holy Land. Well, I'd like to keep him alive because he seems like a nice chap, and uh, I'd like to see the Holy Land. That's awesome. Are you uh, deeply religious? Uh, no, I'm not religious. I'm Christian. It's completely different. Okay. What What is uh, uh, sort of keeping you in touch with your Christianity? Um, God, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it, once you're born again, it, it's profound. Mm-hmm. Um, I live my life for him rather than fit him into my life like a religious person would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know the guidelines, and I. Try to try to do my level best to serve. Well, Spike, it's been crazy talking to you, man. Thank you for your time well, I mean, and for sitting uh, down and chatting wh- with me. Where does really one see it. the gecko? Uh, oh, I'm on a YouTube thing. Seriously? Yeah. All right, well, if this one publishes, Spike likes the gecko. I will endorse him. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. If, I, if, I, if anyone ever calls a fatwa on me, I'll, I'll give you a call. I'd be the guy. Beautiful. Right, Can I talk to you, Badger, or are you guys busy? Oh, uh, okay. No worries. Ah, I got it. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Take care, Spike. Well, that was pretty wild. Um, see you guys. Um, you know what's crazy about uh, doing this show is that um, sometimes you sit around for uh, 45 minutes, ask a bunch of people if they're down to talk to you, get rejected by most of them. One accepts. They don't really want to talk to you that much. Uh, or you just kind of like, well, uh, maybe I should pack it up. But if you stay for a little bit longer than when you were planning on leaving, uh, you will get an interview with a bounty hunter. And if that's not a metaphor for life, then what is? Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh, yeah. That's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. We're hanging out. We're in the sun. We're alive. We're outside of our rooms. We're off the computer. This is all I've ever wanted.
is to look at other people in the friggin' face. This is crazy though, cause yeah. like, please, I'd, I'd listen to you constantly. Yeah. at work, and I'll, you know, hop in the live streams. You do? Oh fuck yeah! I've tried calling in so many times. Okay, now here, but, now that we're okay, this is perfect. But this is wild. This is perfect, cause now that we're here. What is there a thing that if you called in you would want to talk about? No, we can. This is better. We can do it in face to face. No, I just wanted to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay, but but okay. When you're listening to the podcast, though, uh-huh. and I know this because I've do the, done this with podcasts that I've listened to. I imagine what I would say were I on the show. You've never once, as you've listened to all these people share things, you've never once thought to yourself, "What would I share if I were on the podcast?" Not. I mean, I don't know. I just. Yeah, I, no, I haven't. I haven't really thought about it. Like I'm gonna that. get to the fucking bottom of you before this. All right, all right. Is over. This is a challenge that I'm accepting. This is unreal. What is <laughs> what is your life like? Just give me a baseline. All right, so this is my beautiful girlfriend. That's wonderful. Hello, nice to meet you. Um, I work. Uh, I build closets. Okay. Um, live a pretty simple life. <clears throat> I do play video games. Okay, you build closets. You play video games. You live a simple life. What is your relationship with the life you live? Do you ever reevaluate your simple life and wish to make guess, it more complex, or are you fairly happy where you're at? I'm, I'm more so striving for more. Okay. For, ah, fuck. More so. <coughs> hold on. No, I'm here. I'm with you. I wish I should have brought water. It's okay. Do you have any water? No, we had water. Okay, in the we'll water. be fine. We can swallow our own spit, clear our throats that way. <laughs> Throat, throats. I said throats, which would be a good plural for the words throat. You live a minimalistic lifestyle, but you are striving for more. That's what you oh, were saying. No, it's not minimalistic. I spend a lot of money on okay. hobbies, okay, and stuff like that. Okay, um, but you would yeah. say simple, simple for the most part. Yeah. Okay. Now, when you when you say you're striving for more, mm-hmm. could you put to words at all what that more would be? Uh, definitely more money. More money. Striving for more money. Okay. <coughs> Fuck. You spend a lot of money, you're striving for more money. What do you do now? You, you build closets? Can you make a lot of money building closets? Uh, <clears throat> not at the pace that I'm at. Okay. But definitely in the future, if I keep going with it, okay. I would be able to get to a certain point where I would be making a lot more money than I am now. Okay. And this money. You say you spend a lot of money. What do you spend money on? Uh, do, you know, do you know what uh, you know what Funko Pops are? Yes, I do know Funko Pops. Oh, are. dude, I I have I have quite a few of those. I think I have like ninety five of them. With ninety five Funko Pops. But the my whole collection value is worth like five grand. I think these Funko Pops. Mm-hmm. Do they give you great joy in life? Yes. You said that instantly. You didn't have to 100%. think about it. Nope. And so you said you want more money. Yeah. If you got more money, would you spend it on more Funko Pops? No. No, probably not. Maybe every once in a while, but I mainly want to start saving up more money to start traveling. To start places. traveling. Okay. Uh, you need to save up money for a gigantic suitcase so that you can bring all the Funko Pops with you when you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You want to start traveling. Where do you want to go? Um, a couple places that I have in mind are like Japan... I'm going to go to Japan. I want to go to Egypt. I'm going to go to Cairo. Do they have rare Funko Pops that you can only get in Egypt and Cairo? Or am I overestimating the place that Funko Pops take in your life? Yeah. Yeah. A little little bit of an overestimation. I mainly want to go because of, you know, how pretty all the spaces are. Okay. Uh, These Funko Pops, Mm -hmm. you, without hesitation, answered very confidently that they give you great joy in life. Could you explain why? 
Um, it's more so. Uh, oh shit! This is okay. Um, because it kind of reaches. Oh, I just pressed the button. Oh no, no, there's. Oh, hey, let me let me see that guy. Right up to your mouth, like okay. this. There we go. Beautiful. There we go. Yeah. Great so, technique. Uh, I guess it's more so hinting towards like childhood stuff. Hmm. Coming from a little bit of a poor family. Hmm. Buying myself things that I couldn't necessarily have as a kid. Hmm. Okay. And um, buying yourself things that you couldn't have as a kid gives you fulfillment. Yes. Are Are you just like stuff from your childhood in general? Do you have have a lot of sort of childhood toys? Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. I, I have a lot of Legos, a lot of comic books, um, a lot of Funko Pops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want more money to travel. Uh, what is between you and making more money? Mm, I'm trying to balance uh, school right now, too. Oh, you go to school? So, Well, not fully, but I'm trying to get myself back into the groove. What do you do at school? <sighs> Shit, right now I'm just trying to build up enough credits at my uh, community college so okay. I can transfer into a, like a regular state school. Okay. And then you want to, does that like lead you to a, a major that you want to do that gets you into uh, career you want to do? Yeah. Business, uh, business and business management. Business and business management. What, what do you want to do in business, business management? I definitely want to open up my own store someday. What, what, what kind of store? Is it, is it a Funko Pop resale store? It's comic related. Yeah. Really? Okay. You want to yeah. open a comic book store? Yeah. Like I want to build or not build, but I want to make a, like a safe space for a lot of people. Yeah. that are into stuff like that. So I want it to kind of, I want to sell comics, collectibles, and I want like the store to open up during certain hours. And then after after hours, it would be like a, a place where people can go and play games like Dungeons okay. and Dragons, like card games and yeah. shit like that. Now you said, you mentioned safe space. Now you, you seem like you are more interested in the community aspect of this yeah. than just the, you know, the toys. Tell me, growing up, or just even now in your regular life, these uh, things that you identify with, comic books, Funko Pops, have you found yourself, um, I, I, I guess, at the subject of scrutiny for your, your liking of them? And, and that is propelling you to want to make a place where people who enjoy them can all come together? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. What kinds of scrutiny? I don't know. Not not entirely sure what that word means, but like shit, you know, like like you said, a safe space, space where I guess that implies people won't get made fun of yeah. when they're doing, you know. Yeah. No. Well. Yeah. Because I know that a lot of people like look uh, upon people who are really into that and are mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you fucking nerd," mm-hmm. and like go do that in like a private space. Like we don't want to see you. Sure. Because like if you like. Most of the people that like walk into like a, a coffee shop or mm-hmm. something like that, they're they're just like if you see someone playing a game like that, and they're like, "Why the fuck are you doing this here?" Mm-hmm. So I want I want to have a, a space for people to just go, not feel like ashamed for doing things that they like. Yeah, yeah. Have you often felt ashamed for doing things that you like? Um, sometimes. Sometimes if I'm like. In a bookstore, if I'm in like the comic book section, mm-hmm. shit like that, I feel like people have wandering, judgy eyes. Hmm. Hmm. It's interesting to hear you say it because I, I'm, 
the my favorite part of this interaction has been you answer you answered the question of if these Funko Pops bring these Funko Pops if they bring joy to your life you answered it immediately. Yeah. You were like, "Yes." Yeah. And there was no has I can tell that they really do. Yeah. And that's a happiness that I think a lot of the people that are ashamed that you know but might be giving you those those eyes that maybe you feel used to, they they're envious of 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 that perhaps. Possibly. You know. Uh, that's great that you have this this jo- thing that gives you a lot of joy, and you want to open up a place where other people can celebrate their joy of that thing. And I hope you do it. Yeah, me too. It's probably gonna cost a lot of money. Probably. You have to sell the Funko Pops. Probably. But you would rather die, wouldn't you? Yeah. What's your name? Drew. Thank you for talking to Gecko, Drew. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you too. I liked that guy. Um, I I could sense. Some nervousness from him, some apprehension from him, but um, I really want to get—I really wanted to get to the core of his emotions, his views, his feelings, and I think we did. And I think he showed up not having anything to say, and then subconsciously revealed things that he wanted to say, and then we we tried to get him to say more about the things. Have Hi, a nice seat. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. What's your name? Augustine. Yo, my brother's a big fan of you. Oh, hell so yeah. I sent him a picture of you right now, and he was like, you got to go talk to him. Like, he's super cool. Fuck yeah. All right, let's do a, let's, let's, let's have a little chat. Yeah, sure thing. For your brother. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Augustine. Sure. Augustine, yeah. What's, What's your, your life life? Huh? My name is Lyle. Lyle? Nice yeah. to meet you, man. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. What's your life like? Uh, Like, what do you mean? Like, in general? Just in general. General? Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. young. It could be better, you know. Like I'm still looking for a career and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, pretty good so far. Okay, so you, there's a lot of like you said. You're yeah. How old are you? I'm 22. You're 22, and there's question marks. Yes. In uh, out in the distance. A lot of question marks. How are you feeling when you see those question marks out in the distance? Oh, uh, pretty worrisome. But mm, I'm pretty optimistic about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still pretty young, so I feel that. I have a lot of time to figure things out and to okay. experiment with a few career options and whatnot. Okay. Right now, I'm actually uh, into photography, so I'm hoping to start uh, a photography business. Oh, cool. uh, maybe get into wedding photography, you know what I mean? Is that what's in there? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's what's in here right here, yeah. Okay, what's been, um, what's been uh, exciting to you about photographing things? I just like it. It's just a passion of mine. I like editing photos. Specifically, I like wedding photography. That's my mm-hmm. thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And, well, um, why wedding? Yeah. Is there any, aside from the fact that it's probably the most lucrative form of photography, yeah. Yeah. is there anything that you enjoy about it? Do you, are you like captivated by love? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say so. I just like the events, wedding events. I okay. just like the atmosphere, you know, like everyone's always happy, everyone's smiling. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and it's just, it's just a fun time. I actually shot a few wedding photography uh, gigs here and there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was the time of my life. When... Oh, it's been about four hours. They're slowly packing things up. You've gotten all the uh, f- footage that you need. Do you sneak any food? Yeah, of course. Okay. You have to. What's the best thing you've eaten at one of these weddings? Best thing? I've only been to, like, a Hispanic wedding, so the best thing is probably just, like, tacos or, like, some carne asada, some steak, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I've, I haven't tried the, any cakes, though, from weddings. I liked hearing you say why you like wedding photography. That was a good answer. You were like, I, everyone's happy. It's yeah. a good vibe. It's, it's you're, you're photographing just the positive energy. Right, right, And right. you're trying to capture that in, in, the, in the photos. Yeah, right, right. Do you hope to one day get married? Yeah, of course. I think... 
of course i say that now but probably not for like the next 10 years or so okay yeah what about you man <sighs> man i have i have a complicated relationship with relationships in oh, general yeah? you know i don't i don't know man i like i love my i have great friends and i love them and i have great family and i love them and the thing about like romantic relationships is that like they're just they're tricky you know mm. they're they're tricky for everyone oh yeah you know uh my relationship with my family, though, it's feel, it feels less tricky. It feels more solid. Mm. And then, you know, those are relationships that have been around forever. And to then take a new person and be like, I'm going to try to get you on the, level, the yeah. same level as, like, my mom or whatever. Yeah. Like, a person that I've known forever. I mean, that's yeah, it's a hefty sure. task, you know, oh, yeah, if, that, sure, if that's yeah. the ultimate goal. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Especially just finding trust in someone, you know, just like yeah. if you think about it, it's a stranger that you're meeting. Totally. And you're slowly getting to know each other. It's, it's very... It's anxious. It's a lot of anxiety right do there you, for sure. Do you, how trusting of a person are you just in general? Um, I'm pretty trusting. Probably too too good for my own. <laughs> like, really? Just too good, yeah. Has there been a time where you have been very trusting yeah. and it has backfired on you? I'd say yes. Like, I forgive more than, you know, I forgive more than I should, I guess. Really? Yeah. That's I, so. And you don't, you don't have to tell me if you can't think of anything or don't want to share, but... Has there been a time where you feel like you forgave and you shouldn't? Um, it's more, yeah. There's, I don't want to share it too much. Sure. But yeah. There's been situations where, yeah, sure, it's been like that, but I don't think it's more about like me forgiving the person. That's just like trying to forgive myself. Ah, okay. Because communicating with a person sometimes someone doesn't want to be have that conversation with you. You know what I mean? Let's say mm -hmm. like you do X and Y, you do something bad. Mm -hmm. We're not bad in general. Just like something that makes a person makes like the relationship you know all tangled up and messed up sure yeah and the way i approach it is like i'm not trying to get your forgiveness i need to forgive myself i want to apologize i'm in the wrong yada 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 yeah but i yeah. have to forgive myself at the end of the day and if you can accept my forgiveness then i'm okay with that you know that's uh i like i like that way of thinking because yeah. you can't control whatever you can't yeah. you you have no control you are I like that because your brain is operating solely within the things that you can control. You oh, can yeah, control. Yeah. You apologize. Yeah, yeah. You do the best you can to make a you know to make amends with a person, and then from there it's you know you, you can't make them forgive you, but you can yeah. forgive yourself. Yeah, I like I like that because it's uh, again it's it's dealing heavily with the things that are within your control. Yeah, it's like a sto it's, it's like stoicism, you that know. That is it's very much stoicism. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Are do you are you into stoic philosophy? I'm into it, but I think that following it like heart to heart like you know like hardcore hardcore is like too extreme and you're basically a psychopath at that point like I don't know. I, I like part <laughs> of me wants to get there, man. Yeah. Like well not even just I think stoicism in the form of like I have no emotions mm. or I don't connect with people right, is right. like I don't I don't think that that's what stoicism is necessarily mm. but like little things like that like mm -hmm. being a master at worrying about things that are within my control and not worrying about things that aren't yeah. that kind of that kind of stoicism yeah, no I, I enjoy that idea so much mm -hmm. way more than all the other ones like nihilism and everything like that it's have also you, negative you know it's just like you know we're humans you know you can only yeah. control what you can you can control have you had um I'm gonna wait until this ice cream truck passes yeah sure when I'm done with this, I'm chasing that guy down. <laughs> he's been walking around for a minute. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to find him because he's got this friggin' Bugs Bunny flavored thing that I'm, I got my eye on. <laughs> Have you, uh, in the past, 
been drawn to any of these more negative philosophies? Have you been nihilistic in the past? Oh, yeah, especially after a breakup or something, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, what, what else can you do? You just have to be hating the world. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I hate, I hate this, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. nothing's going to change. How did you get yourself out of that nihilistic point into, you seem, I don't know you very well, but you seem like you're, you don't seem very nihilistic to me. Yeah, no. How um, did you get yourself out of that? Yeah, thank you. Um, I don't know, you just, you know, do things that you like to do. Um, for me, what, I, what really helped me was just communicating with friends, with family. Uh, really spending time by yourself and getting to know yourself, what your faults are, what you can be better at, you know. Um, yeah, you just like doing things that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's, that's my thing. Hmm. And so these, let's go back to these question marks. Yeah. You're experimenting with photography. Right. What else are you experimenting with? Right now, I'm experimenting with CSI, crime scene investigations. Crime scene investigations? Yes, sir. That's, the, I guess, that's sort of... <laughs> In a, in a similar-ish realm of photography. I was about to say that they have absolutely nothing to do with each other, but... Mm-hmm. There is for, uh, forensic photography. You know, like when you go to crime scenes and they take the photos of the dead yeah. bodies and stuff like that. Would that be, like, your shit? Um, I tried it, and it's pretty interesting. I like it. What do you mean you tried it? Where do you go to try out <laughs> photographing crime Oh, just, like, scenes? internships, uh, oh, okay, sure. you know, courses and whatnot. So I don't know if you're, like, going you, you rogue training and listening and like to that. the police radio Yeah, no, no, not like, like a vigilante or nothing like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. What, what is uh, inspiring to you about crime scene investigation i just like the service i like the idea of going to a place looking at all the evidence and using it to someday collect enough evidence to like convict the bad guy you know what i mean mm, okay and it's a it's a very it's a very humbling position too oh sorry it's a very humbling position too because you know you're surrounded by hard things you're surrounded by negative things all the time mm. and somehow you have to get the job done and do what you have to do to like comfort a victim or solve a case you know per se Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like that, but it's pretty hard to get into. Um, you need uh, some good experience to get into that, which I don't have. So, which is why I'm experimenting with photography right now. In the meantime, it's interesting. I, I, you're you're again like doing everything that's in your control, right? Because yeah. these, some of these question marks, they're things that aren't in your control. They're like, oh, this field is hard to get into. These, it's hard to get clients for photographers. This and that. But everything that's within your control, mm-hmm. you're doing. Yeah, you know. I love that that way of approaching things. Yeah, thank you. Does that make you less anxious at all? Just knowing, like, okay, at least I am giving all I've got to yeah. these question marks. It's a work in prog- progress. I don't think anyone just jumps into, like, all right, I'm going to control my emotions today. Like, you know, there's feelings of anxiety for sure, of unsureness. But, you know, with exposure, you know, it will go away, you know. That's mm-hmm. that's my thing. Are you, are you at this park just walking around by yourself? Yeah. I'm actually not from here. I'm from uh, Long Beach. It's, like, 30 minutes away from here. What are you doing here? Uh, I went over to apply for a photography position at a uh, Harley Davidson. Dude, you're a hustler. <laughs> you're gonna be fine. These question marks are what's what? What's a question mark? Uh, there needs to be a new symbol mm. for like a question mark that will eventually like like a cocoon mark. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's a question and it's a question right now, but it is inevitable that the question mark will turn into a beautiful exclamation point butterfly. Right. We need a new symbol for whatever you got going on because you're inevitable. Yeah. From from how I see it. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Yeah, you're man. right. Yeah. Like it's like a cocoon. It's there, but it's yeah. not there yet. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. But thank you, man. I appreciate that. Of course. Yeah. Man. I'm just trying, you know, trying my hardest out here. Um, yeah. I think we're all trying, you know, to be who we want to be and whatnot. But yeah, what got you into this? Like, uh, were you always like this when you were young? Did you want to talk to people? Like, did you have that urge? To do? I was looking through my uh, old journals. Yes, I, I don't I don't journal as much as I did in the past, but I was looking through a journal from 
four years ago. I started this two years ago. And at the end of my journal, I wrote, I want to get better at talking to people. And this was before I had the idea to do this. And so I think it's been a, it's been a warm in my mind for a while, mm-hmm. you know, to be doing this. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's hard for, so I don't know, I'm, for me it was kind of, you I started. A, I was gonna say you started this off like you looked very nervous, yeah. and now you look very chill. Oh, uh, thank you, thank Which you. Which is something I love seeing that too. This how I see it with people all the time. Like they start off. I see it on myself all the time, where I start off. I when I walked up here I, with my fucking thing, I was like, "Is this a stupid idea to yeah. come do?" It? I've done this a billion times. Every time I do it, I'm like, "Is this a stupid idea?" And, and then, then like, I'm a little nervous, like, yeah, and now yeah. I'm here in the moment. Yeah. So, I, and it's trained me. It's interesting because now when I recognize an anxiousness within me. At the beginning of something, I don't, I don't uh, give it any, any attention anymore because I just know it's inevitable that it goes away and that I, there, this gets to a point where I feel comfortable. Yeah, man. Or it doesn't, but I just power through. Eventually, I will feel comfortable again. Yeah, man. Stoicism right there. That's stoicism. That's stoicism, yeah. Ah, God. <laughs> You're great, man. What's your name? Augustine. Augustine. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer? Uh, no, just have a great one and do what you got to do, you know what I mean? And uh, stay strong. That's Beautiful. it. Yeah. Thanks for talking to a guy yeah, called for sure, man. Yeah. Good luck with your yeah, photography thank you, career. Thank you. Man, I fucked with that guy. He was cool. I, lo- I, love, I love seeing it in other people and in myself. Situations where you start nervous and then you just breeze through it. I think that happens enough times you start to recognize the um, familiar journey of that. And uh, it, it keeps you calm as you navigate it. But I liked that guy. He was a good homie. And I wish him luck in uh, photographing. And I wish him luck in uh, his dead people photography business. How's it going? It's going good, man. What's your name? Sandro. Sandro? Yours? Lyle. Mr. Lyle Gecko. Mr. Lyle Gecko. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, man. <laughs> what's uh, What's your life like? It's fine, I guess. Okay. How about yours? What would make it better? <laughs> you want to make it better. I would make it better? I guess, yeah. Okay. You just made my day. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> what's, uh, uh, are you, are you, what's bringing you here to this park? Um, actually, I just want to enjoy my Saturday. Okay. And learning some text. Learning so, some text? Yeah, I memorize. What kind of text? It's for a script. Oh. Are you, yeah. are you an actor? Yeah. Oh, what kind of, what kind of acting do you do? Dramatic acting? Comedic acting? Whatever you want. <laughs> no, I'm not that good in comedian. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I would like to act as a gecko once. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I should have brought an extra suit. If you had another another one, I would definitely wear it, and I would take a swim. I promise. <laughs> I do kind of. It's getting a little hot. I do kind of want to dive into the lake at some point. <laughs> Maybe I, I should wear a swan, mm-hmm. like the boats. Did you move to LA to become yeah. a star? No, not really. Just to. To live that life, I like to act. Okay. It's not the the goal actually to be a star, but I I just I feel so many emotions when I act. What kind of uh, emotions? The whole bunch, from happy to sad. I can feel that if I act in in like in front of a camera, mm-hmm. but I can't feel it in my personal life. Like if I'm just talking to normal persons, average persons, I, I get. I never get those emotions which I get when I do acting. Really? Yeah. Tell me. Okay. Give me. Let's start with just any emotion that comes to your mind that you get when you're acting that you don't get in your real life. 
really sadness, deeply sadness with like tears. I can't have tears. Really? You don't get deeply sad in your own life? Yeah, I get sad. Of course, okay. I guess everyone gets. But yeah. I, I never can, I never can cry. I mean, once in, in two years, I can maybe have two or three tears. But I like to have tears. I've, I think it's a kind of a nice feeling, but I don't get it often. Mm. But when I act, they, the tears are coming. Well, when you're acting and you're giving these tears, yeah. do you think that those tears, although they are a product of your acting, come from a real place? I guess they come from a real place, yeah. I'm pretty sure of that because I'm thinking about real moments in my life which made me almost had tears in my real life, but now when I act, the tears are coming. When mm. I think back, it's like, mm. I don't know, something psychic. Mm. What kinds of things make you sad? What kind of things make me sad? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. It makes me sad if people don't treat the nature right. Mm. If they like throw away waste or just throw cigarettes into the lake or, I don't know, kick animals. Mm -hmm. Some things make me really sad. Or if people don't help each other, mm. if they are honking at each other on the streets, I hate mm -hmm. that. I would never do that because mm -hmm. I think it's very rude. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Um, I also I think it's very rude too when people honk on the streets. I think that uh, honking like cars don't really need horns because honking no. is less of a thing that provides solutions to problems and more of just an expression of anger for the sake of that expression. Right. Um, so car horns make you cry. People being mean to animals <laughs> makes you cry. I agree, definitely. And <laughs> when you are acting and you're crying, you're thinking about these things. Not about the car honking, but yes, mm -hmm. about auto fix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is it? What's another emotion that you channel through acting? Hmm. Like real. I would say real honest happiness because I I don't get these feelings a lot a lot. I'm not one of the sunshine persons which can walk like this the whole day. I mean, I of course I'm happy sometimes, but not not all the day and it's not that it's not the same mm. you get it mm. you're not a very happy person just in general or like a yeah a I, would, I would say that I, I'm just average I guess mm. happy not just yeah do you wish well, okay so when you're acting yeah. and you're channeling happiness what are you thinking about when you're channeling that Oh, <laughs> just very little things in life which made me sometimes really happy. Like if I see someone picking on waste and throw it into the garbage can, something like that, that can make me really happy. Just a few seconds of a day or like if I talk to you right now, that makes me happy, to oh, be glad, honest. I'm glad that talking to me has made you happy. It's yeah. very sweet of you to say. <laughs> I hope it's the same for you. Yeah, talking to you has made me happy as well. Actually, it should make you happy. Otherwise, you probably not do it. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel I feel similar. And I like costumes also. Oh. Well, have you ever... Do you think wearing a costume would make you feel happy? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I got a tiger, which I wear every year at Carnival. Now, um, what, uh, uh, what emotion... What about anger? Do you feel anger? 
Not that often, actually. It's more sadness than anger, which I feel. Mm. Because I do a lot of sports. It's make, maybe because of my workouts. It's, I'm just calming down mm. every day. So mm. I, I never get on a high level or it's never, it never gets big. Mm. Mm. What's your dream role? Dream role? To be a gecko. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> I think that would be cool too. It's fun being a gecko. I guess so, but isn't it hot? It is hot, but I'm kind of <laughs> getting used to it. <laughs> right. It's been chill talking to you, man. I've, I've, you're calming me down a little bit. I feel like really? I've been out here for about two hours. Yeah, you know, so you like that. I've been here too. I've you know, where, in, you've been here for two hours. What have you been doing? Yeah, so in the back, I was just memorizing texts. Can you recite what you memorized at all? You want to hear it? Yeah, kind of do. Um, it's like I'll have a bowl of your racing brand. You want to share this? That was the first two lines. Mm -hmm. And if you want to get the script, I can give you. And you can read the other part. I think I'll, I'll wait until the final product is out on <laughs> TV. Is, it a, is this a Raisin brand commercial? Almost. No, it's about... That's from a script from Silver Linings. Do you know the movie? Silver Linings Playbook? Yeah. Okay. I that's thought it was a Raisin brand commercial. <laughs> no, it's not actually. There are, yeah, it's a long story. Okay. Put it away. <laughs> Did you um? Hmm. What are you feeling right now? Calm. I'm looking calm forward too. to to go to Panda Express after. That's why I was going to go after this. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> I love Panda. I like Panda Express too. It's just uh, the best fast food. I don't like to call it fast food no, it's, it's, <laughs> because it's, it's there's rice and vegetables. It's rice and vegetables, yeah. I, I don't think it's fast <laughs> yeah. food. I'm looking forward for this. Awesome. And I go now. Thank Very you. Nice to meet you, man. Mr. Gecko. Thank you for talking to a gecko. <laughs> hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much. And Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Hello, is this Ashley? Yes. How are you doing, Ashley? I'm good. How are you, Gek? Ashley, it says here that you're 33 years old. You're from Texas. Uh, it says you're having trouble dating on Tinder um, because it's hard yes. to get guys to actually meet up with you. Tell me more about about this this issue that you are having on tinder 
Well, I feel like it's not really the meeting up. It's more like the communication and stuff. So, like, right now, I have probably, like, 60 matches, right? And out of those 60, I only have, like, five active conversations. Like, five people that have actually messaged me or I've messaged them first and they've responded, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, we'll get to the point where we exchange numbers and then it's like just the weirdest shit or like the main thing that it seems really common is like I have roommates and then a lot of the guys that I was talking to are like I have roommates too and I'm like well you can't come to my house and they're like well you can come to my house and I'm like what the fuck it's like always something then there's these guys that have like four and five kids and you know like all these weird extra bullshit all i want to do is just fucking meet a nice dude and like chill and hang out and fucking go do fun shit together um it's not happening for me and i'm wondering is it me like this is a lot there's a lot going on here there's a lot going on here it's a lot, uh, Ashley. It's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. Okay, so listen. First of all, the like you, you off the gate, you started out with this uh, roommate thing about how he's got roommates right. and you've got roommates. So I mean, are you just looking to like, right. are you just like looking to like meet somebody off Tinder, Tinder, and just like hook up with them? Or are you looking to like go out on dates? Like, what do you what do you actually like desire out of your uh, out of this experience? Well, I mean, I'm open to both, but it's like neither is really happening for me at the moment. I've only been on Tinder for probably like three months, four months, and I've actually met up with uh, three guys. Three um, guys? And it was, uh, it was horrible. Yeah. But I, well, okay. Well, like, all right. So you met up with three met- guys already. Okay. So, so why yeah, were they horrible? Yeah. Okay, the guy that I actually messed around with, I think that's what's also, like, I know I maybe am, maybe it might be me, because the guy that I actually met up with, or hooked up with, he doesn't want to do the date stuff, and um, that's cool, but also the sex was fucking horrible, and I was like, oh, I'm a fucking open person, like, I'm like, okay, well, we can try this, and we can try that, and it still just really worth it. Okay, so alright, so the first guy, the, uh, guy, the sex was just bad. Yeah, what, what about the other two guys? Yeah. The other guy, um, he was into, like, the kink lifestyle, and that, um, it, he was into some stuff that I just wasn't comfortable with, basically, like, restraining me and doing all this other kind of stuff. Um, like, I don't, we don't have to be vanilla, but, like, that was just beyond my comfort zone, so that didn't work out. Okay, uh, difference then, in uh, in in sexual preference stuff. What, what about the third guy? The third guy was fucking married. <laughs> After we okay. met, like on the date, we met up at this really nice little um, restaurant, and it was everything was going so great. Like there was chemistry, the conversation was fun. He was handsome. I was like, yes, bitch, it's working. And then he's like, oh, so my wife, I'm like, wait, what? You never, what? Like, oh my God. So that obviously didn't work. Oh, uh, well, so. I mean, listen, um, <laughs> did he not, sorry, so he didn't, he didn't have it included in his profile that he was married. Not at all. Cause why would I waste my time? It's true. Okay. No, so, uh, neither of these three guys worked out. Uh, no. listen, Ashley, it might just take you. 
a little bit of time to find uh, the situation okay. that you're looking for. It might just be a numbers right. game for you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I would just would I just wouldn't give up. And by the way, uh, let me tell you something. You, you're talking about how it's it's hard to get guys to meet up with you. Every single man that you meet on Tinder, uh, where, it, where you want to sort of bring up the "Hey, let's meet in person" thing, uh, you're making their lives a hell of a lot easier. Um, okay. So, I mean, look, if you want to take that initiative to, uh, okay. uh, you know, say, "Hey, let's meet up," uh, everyone you talk to about that will be, you know, uh, receptive to it. If if my um, sure. if my my predictions about uh, uh, you know guys on Tinder are correct, uh, uh, they'll 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 be happy to meet up with you. I mean, look, stay safe. You know, don't uh, meet up with anyone crazy. Right, right. Like vet people first. You know. Um, yes. But uh, if this is if if that's what you want is to meet up with a bunch of people so you can find the right one, then then feel free to take that initiative instead of just kind of waiting around yeah. for. For it to happen is all is is the thesis of what I'm saying. That's really solid advice, Gek. I really appreciate that. Um, of course, because I'm kind of have them waiting for them to like come to me. You know, like oh, they'll message me first, or if they want to meet, they'll let me know. But I think it's solid advice for me to be like, hey, you know. Up and I, yeah, uh, fuck so that. Fun. Fuck yeah, all fun. the whatever the gender roles the guys gotta do. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. just if that's what you want, yeah. just take the initiative for it. Gotcha. I'm gonna do that. Um, good, y'all. good. What's your what's your name again? Ashley. Ashley. Um. Yeah. Ashley, good luck to you. Don't uh, get in it. Wear a condom. They have female condoms, right? How does that work? You just like put it in your. Yo, how does that I work? I don't know. I imagine it might be similar to like, you know, they have those clips for your period. Maybe something like that, but it's like goes up in your eye. Honestly, I I don't know. Well, um, I'm not so sure. You know, <laughs> have fun. Don't get pregnant. Or do if that's what you want. Do whatever you want. Uh, uh, Mary, yeah. is your name again? Mary. Ashley Beck. Ashley. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm bad. You with just names. stay. You just stay awesome. Stay sexy, Beck. I appreciate it. Thank you, Ashley. Nice. Have a good rest of the night. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Mm-hmm. 